Can you hear me? Positive Living. We're glad you could join us this morning. And now I'd like to read to you from the Daily Word with today's opening message. Acceptance. I practice acceptance and find peace. In the past, I have resisted unwelcome situations and unwanted outcomes. Over time, I have learned that my resistance did little more than leave me agitated and unhappy. I have learned to trade resistance for acceptance. Accepting situations as they are does not mean that I like what's happened, but it does mean I am willing to be present to it without resistance or struggle. From that place, I am better able to work toward creating better conditions for myself and others. When I practice acceptance, I invite the presence of God to inspire and comfort me. I shift my attention from what might feel wrong to that which is always right, the absolute, unchanging goodness of God. And from the Bible, not that I am referring to being in need, for I have learned to be content with whatever I have. And that's from Philippians 4.11. And now it's time for Sherman Pleasance. Please join us while Joyce Lincoln and Sherman Pleasance. Stand up if you like while Joyce leads us in sunlight.
meet your neighbors and well, let's turn on the Zoom. Hello, can you hear me, Fred? I can hear you, but I don't think they can hear us in the church. That's okay. We'll, we'll just wave if yeah. they come up to us. Because I asked them to like mute that mute the church so that we could like talk to each other. Who else is here with us today? Anybody? Yeah, we hear you, but you can't hear us. Okay, we hear every word you're saying. <laughs> oh, oh you can hear. Oh, you can hear us. Oh, that's funny. Hi, you two. Hi. Good morning. I'm gonna so, go hug somebody. I hope you're doing well, Fred. Uh, I'm finer than frog hair. Spoke four <laughs> different ways and finally sanded. Can't be you any have better than expressions. Let me hear that expression again. That's a good one. <laughs> I, I want to hear it again. Feel like, okay, I feel like frog hair split four different ways and finally sanded. <laughs> and I can't get any finer than that. <laughs> That's pretty darn fine. I feel like frog you hair. Bet. Split four ways and finally sanded. Love it. Yep. Oh. <sighs> It's good oh, to see. Up in uh, North Carolina. Oh well, in Windsor, Ontario. It's gonna be. Yep. It's gonna be. It's gonna be what? It's gonna well. It's it's finally warming up. It's gonna probably be in the sixties now. During the day and night, it gets cool. It gets at the high thirties, maybe forty. Hmm. I'm gonna shut my sound off. My phone's ringing. Okay, and now it's time for announcements. Joanne's sending out a weekly email with notices and details of regular events for grandfather services and for Dr. Daria's Circle Local Film Club discussions. If you have an announcement, please raise your hand so I can recognize you. Yes, Susan. Um, I have two announcements, and the first one is that the schedule is on the door out here. And we have opportunity for some people to be readers between now and May. And uh, that simply means, for those of you who might consider this, that uh, you can choose a selection that is three or four minutes long, that you think would be of interest to all of us. That's appropriate to what we do here and each work. So you're going to need that if you like. The other one is more a community announcement that I think has stood to all of us and if you're not aware of Blue Zone um, activates 
Douglas County that's got me next Saturday at the college that has all the comments for 3.30. I highly recommend that you consider coming. It's all about making um, us individually and our community a healthier place. If you don't know about Blue Bones, you can see the documentary on Netflix. Actually, it doesn't have that in the title. It's about growing old and happy and healthy. Thank you. Well, thank you, Sue. I never heard about that. We might have a college over there. Any other news? We want, to, we want to once again talk about the, um, the candles. The fire in the back? Yeah, if you want to. Uh, I got a fire stage right here. There we go. Well, Johnny, you're always on top of things. Some wonderful person was a Susan. Actually, the fire extinguisher is right next to the candles. So has, has placed a, sand, a sandbox back there, and there are a number of candles to want, want to light them and shine a light for someone. I went back and lit one for Eileen this morning. She's having, she's having a tough time. She's not getting better, she's getting worse, so let's all remember to pray for her today. Anything else? Anything from our Zoomers? Okay. Then it's time for our unity statement. Let's all say it together. Good. Okay. We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values as taught by Jesus and others, revealing the one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness with God. Now it's time for our song of joy. Feel free to stand on up if you like. And as Joyce leads us in, I'm going to sing.
found, the Desiderata itself was found in an old St. Paul's church in Baltimore in 1692. I will say that there is some question about where it was actually written and found, um, but yeah, it's, it's historic and it's wonderful. Placidly, amid the noise and the haste. And remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible, without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly, and listen to others even to the dull and the ignorant. They too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain or bitter. For always, there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career, however humble. It is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals, and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself, especially do not feign affection Neither be cynical about love, for in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune. But do not distress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive Him to be. And whatever your labors and aspirations, in the noisy 
confusion of life. Keep peace in your soul. With all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be cheerful. Strive to be happy. Thank you, Penny and Chang. Okay, now it's time for our meditation song. Feel free to relax and stay seated as Joyce leads us on. Your volume? I, I think the mic's off. Mic's on? Uh, there it is, okay. And as Joyce leads us in, breathe through me. Sunday of the month. So we should be saying the traditional oh, Lord's Prayer. I thought you were going to keep doing this ours. I, I don't know what's going on with the schedule change. I can't find anything on our board meeting notes, and I have no idea what the folks got. So we are just... saying our Lord's Prayer because that's what's up there. Yeah. Yeah. And I got one up here too. Let's all say it together. 
Father, Principal, Spirit Divine, who dwells in all, we are grateful for your infinite blessings and divine will to co-create heaven on earth. You fulfill all our need. We embrace all of life, knowing you also embrace all of life. We know your presence. Power and presence are right here, right now, and always. And so it is. You know, we're privileged to have a different speaker each Sunday of the month. This morning, all the way from Canada, we're pleased to have back licensed unity teacher Marriott Jones to talk about how mindfulness is present making. Hello, and it's so good to be with you once again. We're going to start today our time together with a contemplative meditation on the power of mindfulness. So settle yourself, just ground yourself. It helps to have both feet on the floor, hands in your lap, shoulders relaxed. And straighten your back in comfortable position, not rigid, but not slouched. And become aware of your breath. So there's a method that is called Vipassana, it's a Buddhist meditation, and it's labeling everything that's happening. And so when you breathe in, simply become aware that you're breathing in. And so just mentally say to yourself, breath in or in breath. And as you're breathing out, just say to yourself mentally, out breath. And if you have a thought, just label it as a thought or thinking. So go ahead, begin breathing nice, deep breaths and follow your in-breath to its natural peak and then follow your out-breath to its natural valley. And continue to do this and we're gonna we're going to go into a beautiful song by Faith Rivera. And as you pay attention to your breathing, you can listen to this beautiful song. Power of now. 
into two minutes of silence, just contemplating the power of now. Take that into your silence.
And coming back to this time, this space, becoming aware of your neighbor, the person sitting beside you. And wiggling your fingers, moving your feet a little, your body. Become fully aware of your surroundings. In her book, Radical Acceptance, Tara Bratch tells us, this is her book, and she says, in contrast to orthodox notions of climbing up a ladder, seeking perfection, psychologist Carl Jung describes the spiritual path as an unfolding into wholeness. Rather than trying to vanquish waves of emotion and rid ourselves of an impure self, we turn around and embrace this life in all its realness, broken, messy, mysterious, and vibrantly alive. By cultivating an unconditional and accepting presence, we are no longer battling against ourselves keeping our wild and imperfect self in a cage of judgment and mistrust. Instead, we are discovering the freedom of becoming authentic and fully alive. Jesus, our way shower, encouraged us to live life in all its fullness. What he wanted for each of us was to live life to the full. I believe that mindfulness is a doorway to becoming fully alive. I believe that it helps us find the way to stop thinking that we are a little self and to realize our true self. It's, it's an escape from the egoic thought patterns. I believe that mindfulness cultivates a non-judgmental attitude, and that is what we need to embrace ourselves and this life and others in all of its messiness and mysterious aliveness. So what does mindfulness mean to you? How do you use it? What's your favorite mindful practice? Just turn to your neighbor, to somebody sitting near you or next to you, and just have um, a few moments to share each other's favorite mindful practice. Go ahead and do that now. Yes, we all have wonderful tools that we use. And for me, it really helps. Mindfulness techniques really help to stop and take stock of what I need 
to do for myself in the moment? What does the moment require of me? So for me, mindfulness is a creative act. If we choose to, we can create a new relationship with our thoughts, with ourselves, with what is present to us right now. What is the gift of the moment? Mindfulness is the energy of awareness. So to be mindful is to be in touch with your felt experience in the present moment. So our senses really assist us in becoming present to what is going on. Touch, taste, sight, hearing. And I'm forgetting one, but you can, you can shout it out. Mindfulness is the antidote to taking this miraculous life for granted. When mindful, we are engaging with life. We are in the stream of life. Mindfulness is good medicine. It activates the parasympathetic nervous system, engaging the body's ability to rest and digest. And resting and digesting allows one to return to a state of human wholeness and holiness, the sacred human. When moving into mindfulness, we move into beingness, into godness. We can get in touch with and stay with our beingness, spend time there, get comfortable with our beingness, with what we really are. Get in touch with the part of us that has the ability the divine ability to lift us up from all fretting or worrying, all pain, all suffering. Therefore, mindfulness is a great act of freedom. So I'm taking this amazing six-week course called Stress-Free Now. It is offered through the Cleveland Clinic Wellness Center online. This course, by the way, is very affordable at $50, which makes it so much more available to so many more people. I'm very grateful. So I, it teaches its main components are mindfulness, meditation, relaxation, and compassion for self, and by extension to others as well. It is very unity. And it is complementing my unity beliefs because it's giving me the structure to do what it is that I believe. I mean, sure, I know about meditation and I do it, but do I do it every day? I, not so much, but now I am with this course. So it's really helping me to do what it is that I really need to do for me. And one of the things I really need to do for me is to let go of stress and learn to relax. And so mindfulness, meditation, relaxation techniques, that's what this course is all about. So far, the most practical thing I have learned is to become mindful of my breath. This has become so useful to me when I need to regroup. When I am experiencing feelings of stress, when my thoughts begin to race, usually about things that I have to do or should do, I'm realizing the power of stopping, 
taking a breath, a few breaths actually, mindfully following my breath and then observing what I am experiencing. Observing, what am I feeling? Then I can take stock, see clearly how to proceed and then go ahead and proceed mindfully in a mindful, peaceful state, much more peaceful state. I'm gonna screen share this little acronym of STOP for you so you can see it. So yes, S is for stop any busyness and temporarily, stop any businesses temporarily and invite our attention to rest on the present moment. Take three slow, deep and mindful breaths Observe and label three sounds around us. For example, a fan, a bird, a car, or pay curious attention to what we hear, touch, or see using the senses. And P is for proceed with whatever we need to do mindfully and with a smile. And I'm gonna leave this wonderful slide here, mindful noticing. So the meditation that I introduced to you at the beginning of our time together, Vipassana meditation, that's actually the method that I'm learning um, in the Stress-Free Now course at the Cleveland Clinic Wellness Center. Um, the labeling, the gentle labeling, in-breath, out-breath, thinking, and they go even further in their teaching with the Vipassana, they go even further so that when it's time for you to open your eyes after meditation, before you open your eyes, label it intent, intent, and then open your eyes. And when you wanna rise up from sitting, first just label your intent is rising, rising, and then rise up. And then to go through the day and the next part of your day and then through the day, with paying attention to your walking and how your feet feel on the ground, brushing your teeth and becoming attentive and gently label. And what this does is activates the ability uh, for us to get in touch with our observer self, the the awareness, that aware part of ourself that is always watching so that we become aware that we're aware. And this helps us a lot with mindful, this mindful noticing, we can do it with our thoughts as well. So on this slide, this young man is I'm not good enough. And a lot of us struggle with that kind of thinking, don't we? I know I do. And then we back up when we notice, I notice that I'm having a thought that I'm not good enough. So all of a sudden there's this huge distance where we realize I am not that thought. I am not that thought. That is just a thought that I picked up along the way and that is not who I am. So then we have a choice to let it go 
like a cloud in the sky, like any thought we want to let go. While we're meditating, we learn how to do that, right? Like let those thoughts just pass by, like the clouds in the sky pass by. And we can reintroduce a thought that serves us. And this is how we learn the discipline. To really eliminate our suffering and to become peaceful and happy. So at first consideration, the Vipassana method to me seemed really almost daunting to stay aware to that extent during the day to never really stop being aware, to always be aware, always notice what I'm doing, um, mindful noticing, just being in a continual um, practice of that. It seemed daunting and maybe even tiring and like a lot of energy, but really isn't, aren't we really, aren't we doing is praying constantly? Um, Aren't, aren't we really, what I really want to say is, I think it it's actually quite easy. It's just a habit, a muscle that we need to work and discipline. Um, and I think as we become strong in the practice, that it's actually quite easy, you know, and that we'll look back when we didn't do it and wonder how we ever suffered so much, how we ever allowed that to happen. And that's really the hard part is all the suffering that's caused when we believe all the thoughts that we think. When we think that, when we believe that our thoughts are who we are, when we have a judgment thought that we think that we're judgmental, that's who we are. Not so friends. Mindful noticing frees us. Michael Singer writes in his book, The Untethered Soul. So now if I ask you, who are you? You answer, I am the one who sees from back in here somewhere. I look out and I am aware of the events, thoughts and emotions that pass before me. If you go very deep, that's where you live. You live in the seat of consciousness. A true spiritual being lives there without effort, without intent. Just as you effortlessly look outside and see all that you see, you will eventually sit far enough back inside to see all your thoughts and emotions as well as outer form. Behind it all, behind it all, there you are. Now you are in the center of your consciousness. You are behind everything, just watching. That is your true home. Take everything else away and you're still there, aware that everything is gone. That seat is the center of self. From that seat, you are aware that there are thoughts, emotions, and a world coming in through your senses. But now you are aware that you are aware. So from this seat of consciousness that you realize is your true self, you also realize you are not your thought. You are not your fear. You are not your 
negativity. You are not even the reasoning thoughts that try to reason with the judgmental thoughts. Talk you out of it. You're not that. You're not any thought, any emotion. You're not any handicap that you might have or experience. And you're not any prowess or, or strength or, or skill. You're not that either. It's something that you experience. It's not who you are, what you are. Therefore, you have a choice about what you will own, what you will keep, what you will experience is true, what will resonate with you. I am also using mindfulness to bring my self-care to a higher level. Because I am practicing awareness, I find myself not ignoring my hunger so much. I'm not ignoring my temperature, body temperature needs. So a little example, I was engaged in a project and you know how it's e really easy to get um, focused on what you're doing and for, and just ignore the fact that maybe you you have to go to the bathroom even, or that, you know, I'll just hold my bladder or, <laughs> or, um, or that I'm getting really warm. That's, that's what would happen to me. I got really warm and I was just tolerating it because I was so engaged in this project. And I, um, I, I used a mindfulness technique. I said, I am aware that I'm overly warm. Just mentally, I said that to myself. I am aware that I'm mentally, I am overly warm. And that snapped me out of it like magic. I got up, I took off a layer, my sweater, and I was more comfortable. So mind, mindfulness across the board helps us to pay attention to our bodies, to our mind, to our soul, to our needs of every kind. And it's especially helpful to get in touch with our bodies because we do tend to ignore them, you know? And Myrtle, um, she really encouraged us to, to get in touch and in tune with our bodies. That is the temple of the Holy Spirit, friends. I have a final contemplation for you. Myrtle Fillmore, in one of the letters she wrote, I consider this the secret of my success in healing the spiritual revelation that God is in actuality the source of our life and the substance of our bodies. Let me say that again. I consider this the secret of my success in healing. The spiritual revelation that God is in actuality the source of our life and the substance of our bodies. God is the substance of our bodies. She goes on to say, it is up to you to accept your God-given perfection for yourself. Put aside the past mistakes and untrue suggestions. Fix your undivided attention upon the creator of your inner pattern of perfection. This is the secret to success in all spiritual treatments. You must bring all of your mental attitudes, the centers of your consciousness, and even your physical structures to this high place in divine mind, where you see as God sees. 
In this spiritual viewpoint, you are able to name all that is within you according to the patterns of spirit. Thus, you are able to use these soul qualities to outpicture rightly their true creative possibilities. Myrtle realized that her body was of God and sustained by Godness, and she woke up to the knowing that she could and would use inherent spiritual authority to heal herself and support others in claiming this truth for themselves as well. Mindfulness shows us how to wake up to this truth for, for ourselves. May we become ever more mindful, ever more aware of our true power. The seed of power is our awareness. Peace to you, my friends. Healing, wholeness, peace, ease. May you be well. Thank you, Marianne. You might not have been sharing your slideshow, but you were certainly sharing your, your wisdom with you. Thank you very much for all of that. Okay, now it's time for our offering. While we're together in spirit, physically and virtually, we want to thank everyone who has donated to Unity by mail. We appreciate any checks sent to the church at 800 South Pearl Street, Australia, Washington, 9521. You can also donate online by clicking on the donation page on our website, unityofcentralia.net. As we hold our offering in our hands and hearts, let's say our offering prayer together. Divine love, through me, blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, all that I have. Let's all say our blessing of thanks together. We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly.
Now it's time for our healing prayer. Members of our community have requested we send out healing prayers and energy to the people in our communities who must deal with basic human needs while living without a home. And as always, I'd like to send our collective healing energy out to everyone and everything be affected by war or natural disaster out there. If you'd like to focus our collective group energy healing for someone, raise your hand, shout out their name, hold it quietly in your heart. If you're on Zoom and you want to give a shout out, wave your hand, we'll turn it on. I think we should all shout out a prayer for Eileen. One for Amy. Yes, John Clark. Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. Amen. Now it's time for our prayer of protection. Let's all say our prayer of protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of you who have made our Sunday service possible. We deeply appreciate all the ways you give your time, talent, and treasure. And if you're interested in serving, please speak to Susan. She's looking for readers. Talk to her during fellowship time. Please come and join us downstairs for fellowship. And, and hopefully Eileen will be feeling better next week. Um, she's supposed to be our speaker. So let's all say extra prayers for her. Now it's time for the peace song. Let's form a circle and join hands in the center and zoom in, sing our song of peace. <laughs> 